What's up, Taste Nation? Joe Crab, Max Schuler, back at it again. Woo! How are you feeling? I'm full. Wow. That's well, what I'm doing. That's how I'm feeling. Max is full. He is full from a delicious lunch that he and I just had at another local restaurant, a one of one. We are back after what is most likely our longest hiatus. The thing is, is this is what happened, right? We met a couple months ago and we did an episode. We did season two, ep one, La Tartugas. It was delightful, but I think what we should have done is waited until we were ready to like get back in it. You know what I'm saying? We started what we could not finish. So, yeah. You know, it, we just do we just do what we can do. We do what we can do, folks. And um, you know what? So we've actually, this is season two, episode two. Uh, Max and I going around and reviewing local restaurants, one of one restaurants that are very unique, um, that have been around, whether for a long time, short time. Um, but uh, we, we are oftentimes perplexed when we walk by them or drive by them and wonder, how the smokes is this place open, or what is it all about? So, uh, I want to give a few updates. Uh, Max, what have you been up to over the last couple of months? Highlights, lowlights, midlights? What do you got going on? What's been good? Uh, I, I feel like you put me on the spot here, and I don't really have much of an answer. Uh, well, let's see. You, um, you, uh, let me try and think. You won a challenge. You won that weight loss challenge we I talked did. about last time. I did. So that was that was fun. That was a good way to. Uh, man, I feel like I was like, yeah, it's a good way to end the summer. But that was like, in June. So. <laughs> yeah, you got your summer kicked uh, off. Hey, you got that summer summer bod ready. Yeah. Um, you know what? I uh, one of the things that you and I both noticed was uh, one of the restaurants we reviewed from season one. Uh, what was it called? It was, oh, J&R's uh, Shawarma. J&R's Shawarma Grill. We are sad to announce J&R's Shawarma Grill is no longer open. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. So one of the restaurants we have reviewed um, has closed. I don't know if that says more about us or more about them, but we're just here to give the people what they did not ask for, and that is another episode. Well, you know what? Randy asked one. Randy, shout out to you. Thanks for being our biggest, most loyal fan and uh, wanting to know when exactly we are coming out with another episode. Thank you all for your patience. Um, I don't. I only have one newsworthy item of what's happened over the last couple of months. It's a pretty big one. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to be a dad. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Uh, it's good. It's real good. So you know, uh, can, the, can the child come to reviews with us? Yes. We're going to start doing family-friendly restaurants. <laughs> Although I don't feel like any of the restaurants we are ever in are not family-friendly. Uh, 
But uh, so we're going to look to give you guys some updates. I think one of the things we're going to do season two, we talked about in episode one, is we may eventually go back to some of these other restaurants um, and give an update on, you know, hey, second time around, third time around, it was just as good as the first time around. Um, Or uh, the ones that won awards, do they still keep their awards up? So we do have confirmation, obviously, from Chinese Kino, uh, one of our avid listeners, Josh uh, Josh showed us uh, a picture of him at Chinese Kino holding one of the That's the Way It Tastes, the Tasties Awards. We went and had uh, dinner again a couple months ago at McLennigan's. Could not see the award out in a publicly visible way. It's there, though. We were fairly confident that it's there. And uh, so we're going to just keep you guys updated. I say this much. McLennigan's on repeat visits. So good. We did not make a mistake. It's a staple giving it our top award from last season. So, uh, and you know what? You never know. We might end up eventually having our first ever guest on the show this season. Yeah, yeah we've been say- now, saying that for how long? It may be my child. But, but a guest nonetheless. If my kid is the first guest that we ever have on this show, you know what? We're doing it all right. We're doing all right. Yeah. So Max and I, um, again, as always, the best thing for you to do when listening to this podcast is to also make sure that you like our Facebook page. That's the way it tastes. Uh, because we take pictures of these restaurants, and today's restaurant was a treat. And for you to fully experience this podcast, you must fully experience the Facebook photo album we put up. Max and I went to Goldie's Saloon. Woo-woo! Goldie's Saloon. Max and I have driven by this place a few times. It is all by itself, kind of. There's no real other buildings next to it, although it's off one of the busiest roads in our area. Yep. Uh, and it is, it. it's just a standalone square structure. You would m- perhaps think that it's, it looks like an old barn. It looks like an old barn, and if no cars were in it, you'd wonder if it's still open. Yeah. Like, if it's open, if it's shut down. So, this place is called Goldie's Saloon. Goldie's Saloon. And it has got a rich history. So, Max and I went in there, like we often do, for an uh, an early lunch. And uh, we walked in, and we found ourselves in a predicament it's before we even walked in. And that is not knowing which entrance was the real entrance. There's like four doors yeah. to this place. Stairwells, and you're like, where? There's no, yeah, there's there's no visible, it, there's no door that says, come in. It's just like, <laughs> open this door and see what happens. Yes, there were, we, as soon as we, no joke, as soon as we arrived, we had a choice of four different doors to to choose from, to go into. And so... Uh, you know what? We do what mom taught us to do best. We entered in through the front door. But before we did so, Max made a comment. I was like, we always find ourselves in this predicament. And I said, that's because we never go to real restaurants. <laughs> we never go to like those chain restaurants. Well, we do, but not for this podcast. Yeah, so no. uh, what we walked right in and I would say right off the bat, I loved the choice that we made. I did not know what to expect. We've been into some places that are kind of grimy. Um, I didn't know if that was going to be the case for this. But I walked in. I'm like, yep, this is going to be great. Yeah, it was as soon as I saw the booths, 
and the lighting, I was like, this is good. I also knew we made the right choice because, uh, or the wrong choice, depending on how you look at it. Once again, we were the only ones <laughs> yeah. in the restaurant. Completely vacant. I'd say this place seats about 100, 115 people. Yeah, it's, yeah. And we walk in, nobody else is in there. Now, I was surprised by how small it felt based off of how large it looks on the outside. But yeah. we found out why in a moment. I'll, we'll share that. Um, and no one else was there. Props to the, the server, the, uh, the lady who was running, working today. Because, uh, you know, she was quick on the delivery with a good quip. She, she said, oh, well, hopefully you guys have reservations for today. <laughs> Nailed it. Great joke. Uh, but, yeah, so sat on down. Very friendly. Very great. So as you guys know, we base off the um, the our reviews off of five things. Uh, and so let's just start with aesthetic. We walked in. Max mentioned the booths. There are these old school red vinyl 70s yeah. booths. Yeah. Really cool. Really cool. What else stuck out to you from the aesthetic, Max? Uh, the lighting. It was kind of like... It wasn't dark enough where it was... Well, maybe some people would call it dingy for sure. But... Uh, yeah, it was it was just the right amount of lighting for this for the venue. Like, it had a good ambiance. Yeah, yeah. I would say that it was it was hard at times to get some good quality photos um, because it was uh, it was a little dark. dark. Um, but it wasn't like so dark where I'm like, oh man, it was dark though when like enough so when you left on it being a sunny day like it is today, you felt like a a vampire exiting out. So for sure. But honestly, great aesthetic. Classic, like what I think you'd expect with a Goldie Saloon. Yeah. Um, exposed brick. Exposed brick. Uh, old wood. Um, what you got? Bunch of like sports stuff, uh, local sports stuff, and everything. And can uh, we can we highlight the TVs? Yes. Hit us with the TV knowledge. So man. um, I don't know if you caught it, but on the sign out front, it said flat screens. No, 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 no. On the sign out front, it said. Big screen. Oh, did it? Yeah. I thought it said flat screen. Well, they're wrong because no TV in there was big. And second, there was still a tube TV uh, in the corner. And then the big screens or the the what I thought were flat screen were four. Those had to have been maybe 32-inch TVs. Yes. Or yeah. less. That yeah. were probably the first... Back in the day, those were probably the first big screens ever. Yeah, like the first big flat screens. I, I'm trying to think. I did take a photo, obviously, of that external sign that you were talking about that said it. I'm wondering if it did say... Nope, it just says big screen, big screen TV. That's all. <laughs> but All that to say, you don't go there to watch the game because no. they're really small TVs. You go there for for the company. Yeah, so uh, it's very much has a neighborhood style feel to it. Like yeah. I feel like a lot of locals, a lot of regulars here. Uh, but the the lady did share with us that they are getting a bunch of new flat screen TVs uh, here shortly. I love the bubble soccer that was in there. They Old had bubble school. soccer? They had, no, bubble hockey. Bubble hockey. My apologies. Bubbles, uh, not bubble soccer, not like the big hamster ball things yeah. that people put on and get knocked around. Um, although, that would be crazy. Yeah. Forget, you know, there's like the bowling places now, but the foaling places, you know, with the yeah, bowling yeah. pins, the football. What if you just did big old like bubble soccer bowling like that inside? Probably sweaty. I'm just thinking about the liability. 
Yeah, everyone signs a waiver these days, man. Yeah, that's true. Terms and licensings agreements and whatnot. Uh, but uh, they yeah, had bubble yeah. hockey. Good vibe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. good vibe all around there. Aesthetic was good. Service was great. We were our only customers there for most of the time, but she was very friendly, energetic, engaged, talked to us, shared stories, told us a bit about um, goalies and everything. Obviously, very prompt and attentive service, but um, I feel like she would be that way with three people in the restaurant or 50 people in the restaurant. Yeah, which brings us to our next point. They only have one server slash bartender slash cook slash dishwasher yeah so whoever's working the shift that day you play all of those roles whether there's four people in the restaurant or the the entire place is full that woman is responsible for everybody's drinks everybody's food including cooking it and then cleaning up too so yeah. she's got a tough job Yes, so it is very impressive. Like I said, it could fit about 100-plus people in there. Yeah. So if you imagine the place is full, uh, and they don't have a like full-size crazy kitchen. It's a very limited menu. It's just one it's cooktop. Gr- it's, it's, yeah, it's grills, and it's Fryers. one cooktop, and, and deep fry. That's it. And that's, that's their menu and everything. You're not you getting see a microwave. <laughs> yeah, you're not, getting a, you're not getting a salad here. No. You're not getting anything Nor like that. Nor would you want to. <laughs> no. No, this is not your salad place. And then, um, so we took a picture of the cooktop. It is awesome. It's crazy. But like I said, um, they, they they do need a dishwasher, but they don't need a dishwasher because all of the food is served on paper plates. With plastic silverware, too. Yeah, so they yeah. very much, like, save themselves a little bit of time there. Uh, but, yeah, so great service. Crazy to think that when that place is packed... It is just one person running the entire thing. Yeah. So, uh, food. Food was, I mean, it was good. I mean, it wasn't like. What'd spe- you get? I got a burger and fries. Um, it wasn't like overly spectacular. I think I'm. Their sign they do say great burgers. I I wouldn't call it a great burger. Um, it was a decent burger. Yeah. Um, but again, the, I think the price point helps. I mean. I think that you and I are always impressed when it comes to ordering a burger when it comes to the cheese selection. Yeah. So they had pepper jack. Yeah. And which is, like, for us, it's always like, oh, man, they have pepper jack. Yeah. This is a good place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a craft single. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, you got the burger. Yep. I got a, a chicken sandwich. I'm going to say the chicken sandwich hit the spot. Oh, man. It was really good. So fried chicken sandwich. Lettuce, tomato, pickle. Uh, we got both got to grab some ranch and everything or whatever. Um, it was really, really good. Uh, and this, I would say, out of all the restaurants we reviewed, season one, season two, I'm just going to already say best fries. Oh, yeah. The fries were out of the wor- this world. They were so good. Yeah. Just like we, for some reason, have always struck out when it comes to good fries. Best fries we've had yet. They were like the fry, and it, you know when you have these types of fries. They're like the like the battered, so they've got like the crunchies on the outside. It's not just like a normal like deep fried. It's like double. It's like double breaded or something. It was yeah. They were so good. Our, my tummy hates me. My taste buds love me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but you know we've talked aesthetic. We've talked service. We've talked food. Let's talk price. 
Uh, yeah, so they had the lunch specials, which we, that's what we ordered off of. So a uh, burger and fries was five ninety five, which yep. is, and it was, it was I think it was almost a half pound burger. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that's it was I'm full big time. Yeah. Again, and these lunch specials run every day. Yeah. Every day they're open for six bucks. Max got a burger and fries. I got. My chicken sandwich is on that lunch special deal. There's probably like six or seven things on that lunch special deal. And so we, um, yeah, can't beat it. No. I mean, you're walking out of there, 16 bucks spent between the two of us, 17 bucks spent between two of us with, you know, our food and, and, uh, and tip and everything. And so it was, uh, it was worth it. The price is great. And the last thing, the way that what started us all, does the name fit the bill? Goldie Saloon. 100%. It is without a doubt. A hundred percent Goldie Saloon. Yeah. Um, especially, I mean, like from the aesthetic, it's got a an old school saloon. It's got a rich history style feel. The service, the fact that only one server works and does everything. Oh, and the owner lives above. Yes. So why the building is so large, uh, and why we felt like, oh, wait a minute, like this is small in comparison. Above the the restaurant is housing and the owner lives up there uh i think they have some office space up there whatever well as well yeah but this place has been around this building has been around since 1874 1874 almost uh like it was 120 plus odd years 115 years almost right yeah um and in it this place initially opened up as a library. Mm. So it's a dope library. Yeah, so double story, all that stuff. I could definitely see it. So open up as a library. From there it was a party store. Yep. For a while. And then from a party store, uh, it was a that's when it became a restaurant slash bar. And they think that it was a uh, a hotel, she said a brothel uh, at some point or whatever. So because upstairs there used to be like 16 rooms. Yep. So kind of, again, feeling like that old school style uh, style saloon, Yep. I think about the, um, what you call it, uh, those old westerns or whatever. Yep. Restaurant on the bottom, you know, bar, restaurant on the bottom, and then up top, you got, you got rooms and everything. That's what Goldie's Saloon was. Uh, until now, it's just, you know, office space and then a separate housing unit for the owner or whatever. But... A little bit of a rich history for Goldie Saloon there, so definitely be going back. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I I stopped after we ordered or whatever, and I was just, this is. I want to come here all the time. Yeah. It was just a very warm, friendly environment. They get those new flat screens in. Uh, definitely a place I'd go watch some uh, watch some, some football. football games. So, so Max, you 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 would recommend it. Oh yeah. Hundred so percent. So if you're in our area, we recommend checking out Goldie Saloon. Um, and of course, if you're not in our area, uh, fly in. Yeah. Come hang. Definitely worth a couple hundred dollar flight. Phil G. Rice. <laughs> you're still out there. Come hang. Get out here. Uh, or find a Goldie Saloon in your neighborhood. So listen, y'all, that does it for us for now. We are hoping to get back in the saddle on a more consistent basis here. Uh, Max, anything else you want to say? Max is still digesting his food that's his subdued nature right now, but uh, wisdom. No, I just look forward to the naming rights of your firstborn. 
Um, yeah, I was going to say, any, any advice for me as a soon-to-be dad? No. No, no. I appreciate the help. I mean, I'm not a dad, so... Hey, you know what, though? It's just like the blind leading the blind over here. You're going to make a great babysitter. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Taste Nation, that does it for Max and I. Until we meet again, don't know where and definitely do not know where. That's the way it is.